0: It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850
1: WFTL. This is Michael Cohen, stand in front of the courthouse and say things that are directly contrary to what he said to us. My obligation is to bring the truth to both the district attorney and to Trump's lawyers. That's exactly what I did.
2: And that would be Bob Costello, who went before the grand jury yesterday in New York. The grand jury that's trying to indict the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, over the Stormy Daniels alleged payoff scheme. And Alvin Bragg probably went, who is this man? (laughs) It's the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross Diener filling in for a vacationing Bill Adams. So, did you watch any of this nonsense yesterday?
3: Oh Lord, no! Now, there's Bob <laughs> Costello. Now
2: he's uh, the former legal advisor to. M- now he's Michael Cohen's attorney, right? Former attorney Bob Costello. So Michael Cohen. Now here's where it all. This is where it gets. It gets so convoluted. Michael Cohen allegedly paid Stormy Daniels what 120 thousand dollars, hundred thirty thousand dollars, yeah, about there. Alleged hush money. Over the alleged affair that she had with the former president back in 2006. The payoff allegedly took place in 2016. It was Michael Cohen's money that paid Stormy Daniels. What Michael Cohen is now saying is the former president, Donald Trump, reimbursed him for that $130,000, therefore connecting him to the alleged affair
3: and the hush fund. Gotcha. So that's, Does that makes sense? Yes. That, I mean, well, none of it makes sense, but the explanation makes sense. Bob Costello, who was the
2: legal advisor to Michael Cohen, says Michael Cohen is basically a liar. The man, anytime he opens his mouth, he's lying. He went on to say, he's, he also had this to say. Can you punch me up over sure. there, please? He said this.
1: Michael Cohen told us that he was approached by Stormy Daniels' lawyer, and Stormy Daniels had negative information that she wanted to put in a lawsuit against Trump. So Michael Cohen decided on his own, that's what he told us, to see if he could take care of this.
2: So therefore, it is a Michael Cohen issue, not a Donald Trump issue. Because Donald Trump wasn't the one who said, go pay her off. It was and that's, Michael Cohen.
3: Right, and that's where kind of the waters get muddied a lot with this. And then they start saying, well, you know, Trump needs to be indicted. And what people keep forgetting about is what I said yesterday. They've already gone through this. It's so stupid. And you have a guy in Alvin Bragg, the DA there in Manhattan and we've said this before who just you know ignores actual crimes and then tries to dig up to dig up something like this just to go after a guy that they hate yeah which is Trump. So last night, I guess, because they said, oh, Trump's
2: going to be arrested. If anything happens, it won't happen until next week. But in the meantime, they're putting up all these barricades around Trump Tower, yeah. around the district attorney's office there, around the courthouse. I said, this is crazy. So, of course, who has to chime in?
3: but our governor. So
2: yesterday they asked him about Hush Money. It was pretty funny, actually,
3: what his his comments were. Yeah, we've got like a long version here. You hear what he has to say about it, and then also gives a pretty good explanation, I think, about the situation. So here's here's DeSantis yesterday when he was asked about the situation.
0: I don't know what goes into paying Hush Money to a porn star to to secure (laughs) silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. Can't speak
3: But what
0: I can speak to... (laughs) Is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. And um, I think that that's fundamentally wrong.
3: So he kind of gave like, you know, the correct political answer at the end while also kind of giving that a little, little dig at the yeah, beginning. A little, a little dig, a little stab there to old Trump about, I don't know, about affairs with foreign stars but, in hush money, not me, sorry. I'm like, okay. But it's just so funny because, you know, you have people picking and choosing what DeSantis says when it comes to the, the ultra, ultra pro-Trump people out there, you know, like his surrogates who are all over social media and stuff like that, they're all, no matter what happens, they're going to back him, they're going to go after DeSantis and say how the evil DeSantis is, and Trump is the only one who can unite the country. I see it nice. all every day. It's, it's mind-boggling. But meanwhile, you got a guy like DeSantis who's saying the things that Trump is saying about how this is a witch hunt, about how you have, you know, this unjust justice system that's going after him. And then they're out there, DeSantis is evil because <laughs> he said that about Trump's alleged affair. And it's like, all oh, right, well, and you know, then you don't have, put yourself in that position then. What do you want from me? And then you have the Trump haters.
2: He belongs in prison.
3: Oh, well, of course. Like, i mean, okay, they're right next to Bill Clinton then. Trump is, by the way, spoiler alert, he's not going to get arrested. No. He's not getting arrested. This was just another... You know, you're playing checkers, I'm playing chess move by Trump to say to come out there and preemptively come out with this statement over the weekend and then basically create this chaos, this storm in Manhattan. They can't arrest him because he's in Florida (laughs) and this is a state charge in New York. There's no jurisdiction. And by the way, DeSanta said another thing that Trump's surrogates want to ignore, which is he's not going to extradite him. He says he wants to play no part in this. Oh, so they, they keep ignoring all this stuff to make DeSantis look like the bad guy. Meanwhile, he's agreeing with Trump well, and saying he's not going to do anything about it. The FBI going to show up at uh, Mar-a-Lago again unannounced next week and just put him in handcuffs and drag him away? Well, in that case, in that scenario, I wouldn't put it past him. You never know with that corrupt organization. That's crazy. <laughs> it really is. It's just crazy. And the whole thing is nuts. Wow.
2: Now, a lot of stuff happened yesterday, uh, including it went very—and I'll give the administration credit for this one, the current one— uh, they had an American who's been held hostage for a very long time, released, and it was a very unceremonious, hello, he's free. Okay. Did, did you even see this? No, I didn't hear a thing about it. A guy's been held hostage for six years. He gets released and no one's talking about it. Why didn't they talk about it? Well, it's the Biden administration. <laughs> We'd rather talk about, let me see, I believe that our banking system is sound. Yeah. Sure. Oh, right. uh, We're going to talk about that. And, oh my goodness, is Papa John's in trouble? Again? Did you hear what they did? Uh Uh-oh. I'm thinking, boy, somebody – this was a really dumb, dumb thing to do. Anyway, (laughs) we'll talk about that more coming up next at 850 WFTL.
1: I'm very glad to say that just today, an American aid worker, Jeff Woodkey, has been released after spending six years hostage –
2: did you feel that excitement? Did you hear the roar of the crowd? Just a ball He gets excitement. an American who's been in captivity for six years released. We have an American released after six years in captivity.
3: <laughs> oh my God! Oh my all that energy! God, jeez, come on! Jeez, you would Mr. think he President? was uh, announcing like uh, you know a, a sale on ham at Publix. <laughs> like you got you got this guy released after six years in captivity. Can you be a little bit more excited? Uh, you would think uh, the guy was held
2: for six years, and we just found out the proper way to say this West African country is. Niger, yeah, right. Niger, that. yeah, Niger. Uh, uh, his name is Woodkey. It was got kind of an interesting name, but uh, he, I guess, was uh, like a charity worker. You know, one of those people that goes out and does great things. Okay, and uh, they decided to keep him. Uh, what's his name? Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor, uh, reg- actually first tweeted out the news. It was after uh, they went to Niger. That would be Jake Sullivan, and I do believe somebody else went with him, and they talked to the captors, and they let this nice man loose. He looked like he was in pretty good shape for somebody that had been in captivity for six years.
3: Six years. But I'm thinking, man.
2: you've been held captive in West Africa for six years, and that was it. That's all you got. Nah, nah, nah. Mr. Woodkey's home. I'm like, wow. You would think they would have
3: had a big party for the guy. Can you imagine just, I you mean, know, anywhere, six years, you're away from home, you're being held captive in a foreign country. And then someone's in these sneaky computers. And then you get Niger, which, by the way, if you're not sure of the country we're talking about, we normally call it Niger. Niger. But that's yeah. like the Americanized, dirty English way of saying it. It's supposed yes. to be Niger. The French aren't happy that we say that's Niger. Right. That's for darn
2: sure. <laughs> uh, other things that happened yesterday that uh, kind of went under the radar because it seemed the Trump thing was the big deal. Uh, the president issued his first veto. This did not go over well. No. Uh, he The bill would have allowed money managers— to invest, not to invest in retirement funds and companies that, that go, go under the ESG. Yeah, the ESG scale is scale just so bad because that's that's basically you know the social credit score. Is that's essentially it. what it is. Uh, that's why you see all this stuff happening. To well, that's why that Silicon Valley Bank went under because yeah. most of its investments, as they call, are under the woke agenda. Like so that's
3: why you see all these com- companies go woke, and then you know they end up losing money because nobody wants to buy the product. Well,
2: they it's wanted ESG. they wanted to make sure that investment companies weren't investing in just woke companies. This ESG, and uh, he vetoed it. And so of course, it'll it'll stay the same. And I was like, wow, that went totally under the radar too. And it's
3: I'm important like, wow. to note, by the way, that was a bipartisan bill yes. through the house and Senate this wasn't just something that you know Republicans anti-woke Republicans like you know Matt Gates was pushing through Lauren Boebert, no <laughs> this was something before we have Democrats screaming at us who listen to the show you're just you against <laughs> the woke policies no this was something that both Democrats and Republicans pushed through the house and the Senate and for whatever reason because the his puppet masters told him to I guess Biden decided to veto it and it went totally unrecognized. It's right his, under the radar. These <laughs> corporate overlords who control his mind, I guess. I, I want to know who these people are. It's like, who are you people? It's mm. like, stop. I'm not sure I want to know. There's,
2: no, it's kind of scary.
3: The scary people you know, in the shadows. The,
2: the George Soros's of yeah, the world. Exactly. It's like, I, I just don't understand it. So anyway, I'm like, okay, another one that went under the radar. Yeah. Uh, this is not going to, this I think is going to be, A big, big lawsuit that you're going to hear a lot about. Again, not widely publicized, but I saw this and I went, who was the idiot at the Athens, Georgia, Papa John's that hired the man and then decided, oh, this isn't a good idea after the fact? This is probably one of the dumbest moves I've ever heard of in my life. A Papa John's (laughs) at a location in Athens, Georgia. I don't know which one.
3: It's like they're asking to be sued here.
2: They is now accused and being sued for violating the Americans with Disabilities Act. And you say, well, what is it that they did? A guy goes in, fills out an application online, shows up for the interview. He's blind. He brings his service dog with him to the interview. They say, not a problem. No problem whatsoever. You can come work at a food place. The oh boy. He shows up for the job. On the day he's supposed to arrive, they call him and say, you can't come here. You can't work here. We can't have a dog in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> then, so what? they fired him before he actually he even started. And I'm like, are you kidding me? How do you hire a guy? Who's, you know, take away the fact that he can't see, but that you know has a service dog with him. And then you fire him because you can't have the dog in the restaurant. I mean, did they not think that might have been
3: an issue before uh, they decided to hire think? him? It's like they were setting them. You know, we guys, we really want to be sued. So let's go <laughs> ahead and hire this blind guy with a service dog at our Papa John's and then tell him. That we can't hire him because he's blind and has a service dog. It's going to go great.
2: What were they thinking? I, I, I got a feeling, uh, I don't know who this man is, but I got a feeling he and his service dog are going to be eating any Papa John's they Good. want for the rest of his life. I, I hope he gets all the free pizza in the world. Watch. I'm with you. Stupid people. That's <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Wow. This yeah. is almost, the, oh, you know what I wish we had. Remember, who was the guy from Papa John's? It's the end of
3: the world. What was oh? The, but that, that was Papa John. Papa John. John, John w- Schnatter. What What was what was? Yeah, we, the, Bill has the. Cuts. It was that sound. Oh, It's just of my favorite. It's the end of the oh, world's coming. It's day the, of reckoning. The day of reckoning. Will. But he had like this really deep voice for some reason. You it like, go. It's the day of reckoning is coming. He was like Darth
2: Vader. I was like, what is wrong with this I love guy? That
3: clip. Wow, that's crazy.
2: <laughs> uh, some things, okay, good news, okay, the, if if you're here or you have friends that are here for spring break or your kids have friends here for spring break and they're going to Miami Beach, there will be no curfew next weekend. Uh, Anybody oh, want to really? know why? You want to know why? Guess what takes place next weekend. Uh-oh. The Ultra Festival. Oh. And guess what time the last act shows up on stage at the Ultra Music well, like Festival. Like
3: 11 p.m. or something?
2: It's starts at 11. Yeah. So they wanted the curfew from this past weekend after the two shootings. Right. By the way, they said one guy literally was walking one way. The other guy was walking the other yep. way. One of them pulled out a gun, shot the guy. And when he went down, shot him five more times. Yeah. He wanted to make sure he was really dead. I don't know what that was all about. That was a, that was a, a beef. That was no doubt about mm-hmm. it. But anyway, it was supposed to start last weekend. It started from 12 to 6. The bars had to shut down at midnight. Restaurants had to shut down at midnight. Well, when the last act starts at eleven o'clock, it's the Ultra Festival. I mean, they bring in hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, it's
3: going to be crazy. Wow, Ultra. Wow. I've never been. I've heard the stories. Yeah, Not well, sure. <laughs> my daughter. <laughs> I'm went too one old for year. that now. <laughs> my daughter went one year
2: before I knew anything about it, and then I found out about it. And I was like, Oh my god! I let you go to this thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah, good luck with the curfew on that end. So you thought last week was crazy or the week before? Yeah, wait. And this is kind of like, well, coming towards the end of spring break anyway. I mean, now you're coming towards, you know, April. Well, so, e- even if it's not spring break, you're going to have hundreds of thousands
2: yeah, of kids exactly. there. So,
3: so it's a mix of, of the like the, the tail end of spring break and Ultra Festival going on in Miami. Yeah, and tonight in Miami. This weekend anyway. And then tonight is Baseball, right? Oh, yes, the World Baseball Classic. Is that final tonight? Yes. Oh, my God. How did Miami get this? Oh, this is, they've been excited for this for a while now. It was out there that they were going to be holding the championship game, the semifinals, the quarterfinals. Yeah. Well, it's tonight. uh, And it's the United States takes
2: on Japan. Amazing. Japan, you said, beat Mexico like in the last inning?
3: A walk-off double last night. Oh, my God. I turned off the game. I thought Mexico was like, I was like, all right, it's going to be USA versus Mexico. And I find out this morning that Japan actually ended up coming back to win. This place was going wild. This has been an amazing tournament, by the way. It's really cool to watch. The United States has not won a
2: championship since 2017. They're due. Japan is trying to claim its third title in its fifth ever classic. Very good. And speaking of sports, I just learned something new. Mm Mm-hmm. They're called the Cavender twins. Oh. Easy there. <laughs> who, who told you about this, Jen? I wonder, Easy over there. Have to bring a cold shower next. My gosh. Anyway, if you don't know who the Cavender twins are, Diener's drooling over them over here. But apparently they're the reason that Miami is doing really well in the NCAA playoffs.
3: It was cool last night. You got Miami Hurricanes women's team joining the men in the Sweet 16. So we'll talk about that. Some good news
2: about your favorite artist that I hate to share. Oh, good. And the firing squad coming back to yet another state. (laughs) Something we can both agree on. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, it's all coming up next at 850 WFDL. Because
3: China, quite frankly, we believe, should hear directly from the Ukrainians and not just from the Russians.
2: Does he sound like a minion or is that just me? It's the South <laughs> Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams has uh, the week off. As a matter of fact, if you happen to run into the Adams brothers, they're all in toll in their... I don't know. They're making their way across every bar in South Florida, I think. So be careful if you <laughs> run into them. Last I heard, they were going axe throwing. I'm thinking, nah, it's not a good idea. would uh, thank you for filling in. He's keeping me company and running. You know, I don't think a lot of people realize how much you do. You're you're voice tracking three other radio stations (laughs) while you're running the board here. You're getting sound. You're putting stuff together. You do a lot over there. But that would be the person you just heard of. That was uh, National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby, who I say sounds like a minion. Uh, He (laughs) wants uh, China's president to meet with the Ukrainian president Zelensky. Why? Well, that's because China's president now is in Russia meeting with Vladimir Putin, and they're having a grand old time. Uh, Yesterday, uh, they came across a out with a 12-part plan to end the conflict between russia and ukraine and i don't know what the 12 parts are that plan are but i think russia owns most of ukraine by the time it's over
3: yeah i'm not sure what to make of that well i do know what to make of it it's extremely dangerous that they're working together i mean there's no doubt about that I mean, they're not exactly playing Yahtzee and Twister. I don't see. Oh, come on, really? Putin and, and Sorry. Xi. <laughs>
0: they're
3: playing battleship, Putin and Xi. You sink my battleship, Putin. I just, it's not, uh, you know, again, I was kind of seeing this yesterday. There's two sides to me. One is the eternal optimist that says, oh, well, it's good. You know, they're trying to work things out. And then there's the realistic side that says, you dope. That's not how this works. <laughs> but you're not a dope. Our, so. our adversaries are getting stronger together. And it's that's because we're weaker. I mean, so the scales are tipping in their favor, and that's not a good thing. Yeah, the whole point is Russia needs money. China gives them the money.
2: What's China get in return? Russia's backing. And, of course, they become the world leader in power. Right. Yeah, that's the whole point. Right. I mean, this is all a power play. It's like, okay, I who mean, has the bigger plane, basically? Yeah, well. I mean, that's what they're doing. <laughs> uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, China's president's there for another two days. He leaves on Wednesday. It is very large plane. It is a pretty huge plane. <laughs> is that bigger than Air Force One? I don't know, but it was it was pretty Look, big. It just looked so huge. Yeah, it did. It's like, wow, it's a big plane. <laughs> uh, speaking of presidents, the supporters are now gathering outside of Trump Tower in Manhattan. Uh, they've Waste put up, of time. Uh, well, yeah, they've put up all kinds of extra cops and barricades in front of Trump Tower in Manhattan Criminal Court. Trump, uh, maybe he'll be indicted. It's not happening today.
3: I don't understand what they're expecting here. What are they expecting for for federal officers to come and arrest a man in West Palm Beach, Florida, for a New York state charge for a misdemeanor? What are they gonna come down, take him out of Mar-a-Lago on a C-17, and (laughs) and and parachute him into Manhattan? What are people expecting? He's in. He's not even in New York. And this is such a show. It's but you know what
2: you go <laughs> he's on not there. go to Twitter and the minute you see anything about boy Twitter is accessible it really is the minute you see anything about Trump he belongs in hell oh, never mind prison he skeds this I'm like oh my God people and you're not gonna they do it this guy Alvin Bragg the district attorney in Manhattan the only reason he's doing it is for his own personal gain put his name out there
3: I mean I I'm telling you there are these sick people and you're right about that with Alvin Bragg. But there are these sick people who just they have they fantasize they daydream you know sometimes you daydream about you know maybe living in the mountains or living on the beach or winning the lottery you have these sick freaks who sit there and daydream (laughs) about Trump being arrested and taken into jail oh it's so wonderful what are you thinking about winning the lottery no Trump in jail you sick freak (laughs) (laughs) go away and there's nothing Nothing is going to happen you have this jerk in Alan Bragg who's just sitting there And making a spectacle out of nothing. He's wasting taxpayer money with these resources with all these cops putting up all these barricades. Trump isn't in New York. (laughs) (laughs) He's not even
2: there. You're going to stroke out over there. (laughs) Easy there, Dina. Easy. Calm down. I tend to rant sometimes. That's all right. No, that is quite all right. (laughs) You rant. I'll just sit here. My new Gosh. ticker, they can't handle all that excitement anymore. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, the, the, the thing that excited me, this is where my mind gets really sick. I, I really start, to, I'm starting to worry about myself. My kids have told me I have no more filter. They're like, <laughs> number one, you're going to get us killed. But when did you two, have one? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm scared i scared I actually saw this and I went, yes, another state coming on board. Uh, the state of Idaho. It's going to use the firing squad to execute death row inmates in the future. <laughs> Why is it that I get excited about this? I know,
3: this is something that we always talk about, Bill, and you and I, were talking about in South Carolina with that, with that Murdoch case. We're like, wait, he might be able to go in front yeah. a firing squad, but uh, it's not even a death penalty.
2: Proof. Nah, anyway, uh, it's the state Senate passed it yesterday, and it's going to the Republican governor, Brad Little's desk. Now, the odds are it's going to pass. So Idaho would join Mississippi, Oklahoma, South Carolina, wow. and Utah. Utah
3: did not see that coming.
2: Neither did I. Oh. Wow. Hopefully it won't be like a Mormon thing and they have to kill like six people. Oh, geez. <laughs> one family. <laughs> I'm <just saying. laughs> That's oh, I'm good. teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> don't send hate email. Anyway, um, what happens, the way they use the firing squad is only if they don't have the drugs to do lethal injection. Right. It's it's not time. The last exactly time, the last t- listen to this. The last time they used it, Wow, Utah, the last state to kill an inmate, 2010. What? Wasn't that long ago. Where were we? I don't know. It was a firing I want, squad. I, th- I think Death they should penalty? put this on live television. Are you oh, kidding me? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You watch that stupid Suicide Squad, whatever
3: that stupid movie show was. That thing was horrific. <laughs> That's a movie. I don't, I don't care. It's, Tonight it's, on Fox, <laughs> The Simpsons, Family Guy, and Firing Squad live from Idaho. My Lord. Oh my gosh. It's getting it. it's Sunday night viewing for the family. Get the popcorn. I can't. Oh jeez. I killed you over that. I can't sorry. breathe. <laughs>
2: Okay, Ooh. sorry about that. Ooh, no, I'm sorry. That's the lack of judgment on my part. <laughs> okay. Ooh. We go from that. To, nice. I, well, I was going to ask you about the K- Cavender twins. They got to wait now. I guess we can wait. That's we can why. wait. And, and, am I done? What time do we <laughs> yes. Yeah, We're done. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, be <laughs> we'll be button, back. We'll be back. Bye. If you have anybody who has kids in the L.A. school district, <laughs> they're not going to school today. <laughs> Uh, this kills me. Second largest school district. They're walking out today through to probably the rest of the week. They want $35,000 members. The 35,000 members are walking the picket line. Oh, wow. L.A. County. Why? They want more money. They want a 30% pay increase. 30%. I don't I know. I got 4% and I was doing jumping jacks.
0: Yeah, really? I was
2: like, that's the greatest in the world. It's the first time I going to raise in like six years. These people want a 30% pay raise. Uh, that would be nice. The latest district offer from the greater Los Angeles union there was 23%. And
3: oh. they're turning that down?
2: Yep. Oh. They will strike starting at 7 o'clock this morning. So, what, they're three hours behind, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, the L.A. school superintendent, Alberto Carvalho, says they'll they're available for talks, but they're not going back to school. So they sit down
3: and give them their money. Well, good luck to them in L.A. I mean, you know, what are wow. the kids really missing as far as L.A. teachers? I can only imagine what kind of indoctrination is going on there. But still. It's pretty crazy, isn't a, it? Yeah, that's that's a big story. It,
2: it, there's a lot of stuff that, that went totally because everybody concentrated on this Trump indictment. He's going to be arrested. They're going to put him in prison. No, that none of this is going to happen. Uh, this Alvin Bragg is out of his jurisdiction and what they're trying to get him on too is that Tom Cotton that's going after him, and Kevin McCarthy. Two of them are going after him because they want to know if Alvin Bragg, the district attorney in Manhattan, used federal funds to go after Trump in this case. Oh, and that's if that's And if that's the case, it's against the law. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're gonna they're gonna clamp down on him. So we I mean, shall see.
3: We'll see if it, you know if there's any teeth to that. But it would be funny. You know, obviously they're just trying to, uh, you know, retaliate. Of course, when it comes to these political games that Alvin Bragg is playing, the DA there of Manhattan. But if that's if there really is any type of you know substance to that, then it would be kind of ironic. It would be funny to see him go down for something that he was trying to get jump on. Wouldn't it be great? It'd the be use of funds. Another thing that went totally under the radar
2: yesterday. And Josh Hawley was like having he was doing jumping jacks on the floor. Uh, you may we may actually find out exactly where COVID-19 came from. Yesterday, the president signed legislation. That directs the federal government to declassify pertinent intelligence information into the the
3: origin of where COVID came from and the lab in Wuhan. This was intriguing to me because we all know what happened here. Of course, it was a lab leak, and it's all going to go back to Fauci. So if they actually truly are looking to investigate this and, you know, hold the people (laughs) responsible—Fauci— That are responsible. Fauci. And so if that's the case, if that's something they're actually trying to do, it feels uh, – that's I was confused to see that Biden actually was okay with that because, I mean, that's his boy. Isn't that scary? That, that's his buddy. Well, it's Fauci. also China. Yeah, that's right. See, now I think – So what, what's the play here? I'm I very think, confused. I think what prompted this is China going to Russia. Hmm.
2: And this was Biden pulling his muscle, what little muscle he
3: has. Yeah, well – Okay, so you want me to protect you and your Wuhan lab there? It ain't going to happen. So because China goes to see Russia with the middle of this Ukraine war and everything. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what, what the play was. You know what? I, I, on the way home
2: yesterday, I was driving home, and I have uh, this app in my car that I can listen to, like, you know, soothing waves and stuff to calm me down when I have my road rage <laughs> incidents, which is like a lot these days. And I thought – and I went, well, you know what? Let's look at – and I thought banking, finance, political – World unrest. You look at any 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 aspect in this country; it's all going to hell in a handbasket. There's not a lot There's, of good. There isn't. And I went okay. Back to listening to my soothing waves on the beach. <laughs> it, it it was like wow. The only good news yesterday was that uh, Niger, Niger. Uh, Rescue, the guy that was there for six years being held captive in West Africa, was released and no one even talked about it. So was this a missionary worker Yeah, and I he think was just so. was kidnapped and was there for six years? I don't know if he was with Doctors Without Borders or one of those organizations, but yeah, he'd
3: been there a while for six years and they finally let him go. I was like, wow. Well, that is a nice story. And it's not to say, you know, everything's all doom and gloom everywhere, but... It's, it's just, No, I got a free to... ice cream cone at Dairy know. Queen yesterday, so don't push it. No, there you go. It's like, yes, thank you. You got that, and it worked out well. You know, I'm sure we all have our happy lives, and we're, we all live in our shells, and you know, do the best we can. But it's just it's hard when you look around. There's just so much bad stuff going on. It is. It's, you know, it's
2: depressing. You so, have
3: to try to find the good, and there is good out there, and there, there is, is good.
2: And in Diener's world, that good comes in the pair of twins oh, called the. No. <laughs> Cavender Twins, who I had no idea existed until about 30 minutes ago. It's because they play in the Miami Hurricanes. That's where my real loyalty lies here. Alright, your wife's listening. Okay. (laughs) Tell me about these chicks. And, and and what's so great about him? Well,
3: it was exciting
2: last night because... <laughs> <laughs> trying to help you out here.
3: Um, yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm going... changing All around. All I know
2: getting... is, oh, Miami won. Well, you yes. went, oh, my God,
3: it's because of the Cavender Twins. They're, oh, my God. Oh, They're very talented, Jen. They're yes, very talented they're, basketball do players. Do they both
2: play? Are they both starters? They do, yeah.
3: How um, tall are these girls? Not extremely tall. You know, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, five, somewhere That's in there, it. I think. I think. Wow. Wow. Um, I could be wrong if I'm saying they're too short. Then I apologize, but I think they're around there. But no, it was you know the obviously the NCAA tournament's going on. Everybody's got their bracket, but at the same time, the women's tournament is going on as well. So that kind of you know obviously doesn't get as much attention because the men's tournament always takes all the attention. But the women's tournament has been really exciting as well, where you have all these upsets like they've had in the men's tournament, right? And last night was another one with Miami Hurricanes. The lady, the lady Canes, as I like to call them. The Lady Canes. Number nine seed. Going up against number one, guess who? Indiana, who the men just beat to go to the Sweet 16. Oh, okay. So Indiana fans, I'm sure, are completely Hate sick Miami. of my Hurricanes fans and, and, and the team at this point because they upset Indiana last night in Indiana. And the Cavender Twins, who are basically like social media stars, but actually really good basketball players. They make a lot of money with the you know name, image, and likeness deals in college athletics now because they're I'm looking very pretty. at their
2: images. Yeah, anybody that can wear a crop top and has a six pack, yeah, okay, they're, that works for me.
3: They're very pretty uh, and they play really well, so they have that going for them. They're actually really talented and they helped Miami win the game last night. Actually, one of the twin sisters sealed the game last night. She hit oh. both free throws and Miami upset Indiana to move on to the Sweet Sixteen. So now, now the men's and women's are both in the Sweet Sixteen.
2: Haley and Hannah,
3: yes. 5'7". Five, 5'7". Seven. Five, seven.
2: Okay. They were born in... Yes. ...South Bend, Indiana. Oh, is
3: that right? Oh, my goodness. Oh, they beat Indiana. Wow! <laughs> yeah, they transferred down to Miami because... How do you like that? ...they knew it was going to be better for their brand if they could come down to Miami uh, well, and play. Uh, they weren't wrong. Right, they, ma- yeah. they make a lot of money with their name, image, and like this I got news for you. Twitter loves them. So yes, and Instagram.
2: And speaking of things <laughs> that uh, we love. Deaner loves this one particular musical act. I do? And I have great news for you about this one particular act. Pee Wee Herman. You got it. Okay. It's all coming up next. <laughs> that and what's going on with Trump. and Oh, the interest rates may be going up oh, again. Oh, yeah. Sorry, it's all coming up next. 850 WFTL.
0: It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to to secure silence over some type of alleged affair i just i can't speak to that but what i can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction and he chooses to go back many many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments you know that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. And um, I think that that's fundamentally wrong.
2: Well, it is fundamentally wrong. And that would be our governor, Ron DeSantis, chiming in on the, oh, Donald Trump's going to be indicted against this whole Stormy Daniels situation. I was like, okay. So this morning, what's going on is uh, this court in Manhattan Is going through all these witnesses yesterday Bob Costello who used to be the attorney for Michael Cohen who was the main witness against Trump (laughs) this is like a soap opera I know it really is Costello comes in and basically says everything you heard from Michael Cohen was a lie the man is every time he opens his mouth he lies so if this if Alvin Bragg the Manhattan district attorney is basing his whole case in front of this court that whatever Michael Cohen said is gospel. It just got thrown into the wastebasket
3: yesterday with Bob Costello's testimony, and that's why they never should have pursued this to begin with because it's been adjudicated. It's been over and over again. They they ordered Stormy Daniels to pay Trump in a defamation lawsuit, so <laughs> because it was it was garbage. So, I mean, it's it's all these nuts. you know allege this, allege that, whatever happened happened between them. And I know they want to keep trying to bring up the money and where the money came from and who paid and this and that. But we've been over this. And the only reason this comes up is because they hate him and they want to try to, you know, put any roadblock or any type of barricade or obstacle in front of him when it comes to his running for 2024. And that's it. That's what they're trying to do. And, of course, to score political points with their own party and their own base and to make their puppet masters happy. But to, to go back to what DeSantis was saying as well... You know, he had, he had some people kind of raise an eyebrow. Oh, when he said, I don't the know little, about hush money to porn stars. Yeah, <laughs> the little quip there. Because it, it's like he made that little, you know, little jab about, well, you know, I don't have affairs with porn stars. But, so first he had the jab, and then he had, you know, that, that the, the political answer of basically the right way to say it, which is you have this corrupt, you know, DA, corrupt system in Manhattan that's going after Trump. For something that's, they don't even have jurisdiction to do. And for something that's already been, it's already, they've gone over it already. <laughs> that took place in 2006. And then, and you know. Do it's, we really care? Uh,
2: it's, it's crazy. Just... <laughs> And, and
3: these are the things that they choose to do. You know, yeah. He, this, Oh, yeah, but
2: he's got – did you see that poor woman that got attacked over the weekend? Exactly. You get and, and now she's paralyzed from the waist down because the guy threw her to the ground so forcibly to steal the money that
3: she had? I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You have all of the, the, the murders, the stabbings, the beatings that take place, the robberies. Broad daylight, this stuff happens. And just heinous crimes that happen. Crimes against humanity. And this guy ignores it. Yes. And, but but well, let's get Trump because he might have you know, illegally paid off a porn star back in 2006 or whatever. Just stop it already. Then go after Clinton as well. Uh, that's Think right. Think all the stuff that he did. Yeah. Come and on, all the I, women that have come out. How about the women who come out against Biden? Nobody talks about them. Yeah, well. But it's always get Trump, get Trump. don't let him loose
2: near women by himself anymore. Not
3: anymore. No,
2: because he did back that creepy coming up from behind, sniffing their hair. Oh,
3: yeah. Ew. No,
2: no, no. All right, moving on to other things. Sure. Federal Open Market Committee. Who? Uh, that's the people that decide whether or not we're <laughs> going to have a raise in our interest rates. Ah. Uh, they meet today. They'll let us know tomorrow how much at, at this point. it's They're raising it. It's just a matter of how much. Is oh, it a yay. quarter of a percentage point? Is it half a percentage point? Is it a whole percentage? Who the hell knows? Make our payments even more yeah, impossible. It's just it's going to keep going and keep going and keep going. Uh, and, and better news. I thought this was pretty funny because – uh in the world of entertainment which we never talk about adam sandler received the mark twain prize for humor it's it's kind of like the grand poobah award for comedians on the red carpet okay knowing that chris rock was going to be one of the speakers on the red carpet cnn drags him out and says whoa whoa stop don't you think what chris rock said in his special on netflix against the idiot that slapped him will smith yes will smith don't you think he went too far? And Adam Sandler goes, "I never thought that in a heartbeat," what? and just kept walking. I was like, "Why would you even ask him that on the red carpet? Just so they can get the soundbite. That's that's all they, that's all they care about." But here's the funny part. Yes, during this celebration for um, Adam Sandler, they had all of these you know famous people come up. One of them being uh, Chris Rock. Yeah, he calls out Paul Pelosi. Oh, who's no. in the audience? Oh boy! And says, you know, there's only one other person in this audience who can relate to being slapped by something. Paul, how you doing these oh, days? Oh jeez! And he calls out Paul Pelosi. He goes, <laughs> you know what it's like to be hit hard in the face. Oh. Uh, they said the place went wild, but like Nancy Pelosi and Paul, like just put his head down. He of didn't course. know what to do. I was dying. That's I said, "That's the funniest thing I've heard in a long time." You go, Chris Rock.
3: Chris Rock has no fear. I was like, "That's the
2: greatest thing in the world." Jeez. And we have said, if you have not seen the Chris Rock special on Netflix first, have you seen it yet? I did. the The language is probably the worst Ooh. you'll ever hear, ever. Very foul. It's it's horrific, and and never failed. Every time I had it on,
3: Nora would come walking of in course. from outside and be like, "Okay." But it's hilarious, I mean, and it's I'd it's be like okay. It's <laughs> hysterical to watch because he has. Uh, I know he called it selective outrage, which is a great term, by the way. But he should have called it no fear because this wow. guy did not care who he was going after or what he was saying. And, but you know what? I agreed with everything he said. Yeah. I was like, holy cow.
2: But he went after, he finally, he ends the show with going after um, Will Smith and, Will and, Smith and Jada. And, yeah. yeah. And getting attacked. I was like, you know what? Good for you.
3: What was this? Uh, you keep telling me something about a celebrity that oh, I love God, and you I was hate... trying to avoid What it is going on here? <laughs>
2: This artist has just been named the world's most popular musician. Well, I said Pee Wee Herman, and you said no. (laughs) The Guinness World Records gave the singer that title yesterday saying he has set two world records for music streaming. Really? He was the worst performer ever at any Super Bowl <laughs> that you'll ever see in your life.
3: I had a feeling this is who it was.
2: The I, weekend yeah! has just been named Let's go. the world's most popular musician. Woo! You've got to be kidding Woo-hoo! me. What is wrong with the ears of this world? Let's go, Weekend. His biggest hit was Blinding Lights, of course. huge.
3: Most streamed song on Spotify of all time. Of all time. I got to tell you, I think what helped that, I mean, it's, granted, it is a really good song, and it's, you know, it's kind of like an easy listening song, and it's, it's just, it gets you going a little bit, but I think what helped with that song, Blinding Lights, it came out during the start of the pandemic, is when that song hit. And so what happened was, just like with TikTok, TikTok became huge. It was already big, but it blew up during the pandemic. And that song, people were streaming more. They were doing stuff on TikTok and Spotify and listening, you know. And I think what happened there is everybody started hearing that song, and they're home, and they're streaming stuff. So I think that that helped its streaming numbers when it came out. Do you know how many times it's been downloaded? Uh, 300 billion times. (laughs) $3.47 Three point four seven billion. <laughs> oh really? Oh my God! Three point wow. four
2: seven billion. I was just streams. messing around. It's in
3: the billions. My God! Good for him. What is wrong with the ears See? of this world? Told you, The weekend's great. No, it's not. Try telling you. No,
2: it's not. <laughs> hey, I got some uh, news for you in the world of sports. Yes. One involves your commanders.
0: Oh, the Washington commanders. And who
2: the new owner is going to be? Oh. It's not Jeff Bezos. I knew it. And Bill would be furious with this next story. Oh, I know. The ginger devil. I know. That and what is going on (laughs) with the former president and our interest rates going through the roof again. We'll have all those details coming up next, 850 WFTL.
1: They couldn't take into consideration investments that wouldn't be impacted by climate, impacted by overpaying executives. And that's why I decided to veto it. It makes sense to veto it.
2: Okay, we're going to translate. He sounds awful. Doesn't he sound awful? Uh, It is the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams, uh, he's off for this week and a couple of days next week, and Dean are filling in for him. Uh, That was the president yesterday issuing his very first veto. Unfortunately, what he vetoed was a bill that would have reversed a Labor Department rule on environmental, social, and governance investing, known as ESG, or more importantly, known as the woke agenda. He said, oh, I can't do that. Can't do it. Got to veto it. Oh, then he announced it on Twitter. Like he knows how to tweet.
3: I know. I always find it funny. I was one. like, oh, he tweeted it. I went, no, he didn't. He I, didn't even know what it is. I see Biden, you know, his, his presidential account tweeting different things. And I'm like, this guy isn't tweeting anything. He's probably asleep. If you don't believe me, just listen to how he sounded there.
0: <laughs> Good but here's gosh. the thing.
3: We just saw, you
2: know, a signature bank. I, I, I didn't see their investments, but I looked at what Silicon Valley Bank that went under was investing in it was across the board woke companies right. across yep. the board so they, they do all high high risk investments okay banks aren't supposed to do that they're supposed to do like mostly moderate stuff you know so you know they're safe <laughs> you know, you're not going to go you're not going to go under uh, so I thought in light of that he would let this law by the way which was a bipartisan bill that's the, right the yes. Democrats and the, right. and the Republicans both wanted this so I don't know who got to him corporations i guess i uh, know if it was you know gavin newsom out of california i have no idea who got to him but somebody got to him for him to veto this bill i was like wow so you may want to check we keep on saying check your 401k if you can find out where like you know vanguard is investing your money or whatever the case may be they should be able to tell you i'm afraid to check mine i don't even know where how much i have in there it was so nice during the trump era you know because you'd go check it yeah. and it'd be like oh, wow i made Ten thousand dollars, like in six months—that's like really good. Thank you so very much. You know, you'd get excited. Not anymore. Mm. I was like, "Holy cow!" Uh, speaking of the former president, um, is this grand jury going to indict him? You know, everyone's assuming he's going to be indicted, but no one's assuming that what Bob Costello said yesterday. This attorney who used to be the former attorney of Michael Cohen, who was the attorney for Trump, who testified against Trump. Right. It sounds like it. Sounds like a, It sounds like a cartoon. It really does. Anyway, if, if the grand jury believed what Bob Costello said yesterday, this is all a moot point and there's not going to be an indictment issued. I mean they're probably still gonna do it anyway, just for political reasons.
3: Well, I mean, well, they'll sure, sure sure they find a way. Yeah, exactly. How did they
2: find a bi- how did they find a bipartisan grand jury in New York? Good luck. Just I'm just saying, you know, no <laughs> offense. But all the New Yorkers that were Republican moved here. Yeah, right. So now they're here, so they're not there. I I was kind of surprised, but they're saying what they're working out now is he's not going to be arrested. That they're going to work out a deal where Trump would turn himself in. I'm like, he's not turning himself in.
3: Well, he's going to fly to to New York <laughs> on his on his Trump jumbo jet and come walking up and you know go up there with Secret Service. I I don't see it happening. Maybe it does. I don't think so. All I know is that he's not there now. And they can't come arrest him. This isn't like he's going to get raided and you're going to, you know, the scene out of like a Christmas vacation where all the, the SWAT guys are breaking through the window to get Clark Griswold. This is not how it works. OK, this is it's a state Clark charge. Griswold. Jeez.
2: That's funny. Well, Give we shall break. see. But in the meantime, they are assuming the grand jury is going to come back today with an indictment. So they have set up barricades outside of Trump Tower, outside of the grand jury court. Uh, and and I don't know Alvin Bragg sitting there going yeah yeah is Alvin Bragg does he want to be governor of New York is that what he's 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 probably wants to be state attorney
3: I would assume yeah maybe and and from yeah. there he'll probably want to be governor I do have I do have this funny image though of like Trump being on the run he's like this outlaw. Where they, they indict him and they're <laughs> trying to find him. Nobody can find Donald Trump. He's on the run.
2: <laughs> I don't think he hides really well. He's supposed to be in Texas this weekend for one of his first rallies. That's right. Yeah. And he's doing it at the was it the Waco Airport? Waco, yeah. Boy, imagine how that's gonna go. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. That's how that's gonna go. Jeez. You know what's gonna be crazy moving along? Mm-hmm. Tonight in Miami. United States takes on Japan in the world baseball classic. Are you final. going? I got right behind the, pitchers, right, the catcher's it. net there. Yeah, You're going to be the right bat there. boy. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know what was going on in Miami until yesterday. <laughs> Isn't that terrible?
3: No, it's it's really cool. It's a big deal. It's, it's, it's awesome. I mean, Japan is great, ba- you know, a great baseball country. Amazing talent comes out of Japan. And they. I thought they were going to lose last night. I was watching the game against Mexico because Mexico actually beat the U.S. in group play. And now US is in the championship, so I thought it was gonna be a rematch, but no, Japan got a walk off hit and it's USA versus Japan tonight. And where does one watch the world baseball classic? Fox Sports One. Oh, okay. One. <laughs> yes. <Not> Fox Sports. <laughs> not not Regular. Fox, not but the Fox, Fox sports, sports Channel. W- oh, okay. It's called FS One. Okay. Thank you. Channel two nineteen if you have direct T V like I do. Moving along yes. in the
2: world of sports,
3: <laughs> there is a new group of people. Oh, that is
2: now the front runners. They are the front runners for the new owners of the Washington Commanders. What happened to Bezos? Uh, well, Bezos is still in the running, but a group led by Josh Harris. Josh Harris, do you know who he is? I do not. I'm not well, he familiar. owns the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> oh, right. He owns the New Jersey Devils. <laughs> okay, and now he and Magic Johnson oh. may own the Washington Commanders. Magic Johnson, what does he have to do with Washington D.C.? Why Magic Johnson has joined the group to
3: be an investor to wow. buy the Washington facility. Well, I mean, he was part of the group that you know owned the Dodgers, so he's he's been in sports ownership groups before. I guess he's just looking at it from an investment standpoint. He has no ties, as far as I know, to DC or to the commanders. They toured the facility, they t- met with everybody.
2: It wow. looks like it could be very well a done deal for the low bargain ball price of $5.6 billion. Yeah. Which leads me to my next story. Do I have time? Uh, one, more, one more minute. Very okay. I got plenty yeah, of time. Yeah, you got this. The, bill if you're listening i'm so sorry because this just totally ruined his vacation i, I can
3: almost guarantee you
2: he's not listening roger goodell the devil the, well we called him the gen, the ginger devil and that went down to just the devil because bill, bill was like bill, I, i've <laughs> never heard bill hate anybody as much as he hates this guy he's the nfl commissioner uh, apparently at next week's owners meeting they're going to extend goodell's contract for another three-year deal why is he so important? Under the realm of former commissioner Paul Tagliabue, yeah. the Vikings sold for $600 million. Under the ginger devils realm, the Broncos sold for $4.5 billion. He's making the owners money. So, and that's, and that's why they keep him. Right Ratings were great this
3: past season. They came back out of the pandemic. They stopped with the woke garbage with Kaepernick. They got out of the waded through the waters of that. And they're making money hand over fist in the NFL. So uh, they always
2: bring him back. And don't even get me going about that Kaepernick guy who tried to say his white parents were the reason oh, for his that, destruction. Get, get that guy he out of here. He needs to go away, that guy. Yes, he does. Coming up next, we have rapid fire. Dina and I Ooh. will go back and forth with a couple of stories. And I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to talk we'll, about. We'll find out what it's going to be. <laughs> it's <laughs> coming up next today, 50 wftl <laughs>
0: Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL.
2: Well, it's actually Jen and Diener's today. Bill's on vacation. He'll be back next week. And this is where we all come up with some story. And we the other one, usually it's everybody trashes the story. And Diener's stories usually get trashed the most. Oh, my gosh, yes. They're usually the stupidest. But <laughs> besides the point. <laughs> it's, I, I, uh, by design. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> no. you, I've noticed you've stayed away from the animal stories. Well, we'll see. Papa John's, this, take note of this case. This, this, will, this will be setting precedent because hmm. what it, it entails is do Americans with disabilities have more rights than the health resources department and animals in restaurants and places where food is served? Hmm. And that's what it's going to come down to. Papa John's note, this is what you need to know. It's code of ethics and business conduct that everyone belongs Their principles include diversity, equity, inclusion, and teamwork. They focus on team member focusing. Okay. Apparently that didn't (laughs) work with the case that's taking place in Athens, Georgia. This is the EEOC. The United States Equal Employment Opportunity Commission filed the lawsuit on behalf of a guy by the name of Barnes. Michael Barnes. Michael Barnes is legally blind. He was hired at a Papa John's restaurant in Athens, Georgia. Because he is legally blind, he uses a service dog to help him travel. However, when he reportedly (laughs) showed up to work, they told him, you can't come in here with your dog. It's against the law. Why did they hire him in the first place then? That would be the million dollar question and then he was terminated oh, so he got fired before he got hired and fired before he actually stepped foot in the work now the Disabilities Act it prohibits that you have to you know if you hire somebody with a disability you have to make accommodations for that person so it's going to be what's and it's going to come down to what's more important is it more important that an American with disabilities has a job and that that right is protected over the right of restaurants and cleanliness, and not having an animal inside said establishment.
3: It's an interesting slope that they're going to have to it's, go it's, down and, and figure out. But when uh, are they going to ban dogs in, in grocery stores? I'll probably never. I mean, if you have a service dog, that's just the way it is. Well, a service dog, a different story. But when you got a little chihuahua, chihuahua <laughs> going around in his, in his stroller, I, <laughs> I've seen it. I'd I mean, see well, it this all is, the time. its interesting though because. Why you hire him in, in the first place? I'm not saying you shouldn't hire somebody based off of you know X, Y, or Z, but if you see the situation may not be conducive to the workplace. I get a feeling they didn't you realize. You can't hire somebody and then fire him. He, he, he it, what I
2: think happened is, and this is pure speculation on my part. Whoever hired him didn't realize he had a service dog. Oh boy. But when you usually put in legally blind. Yeah. And that usually means, you know, you're going to have to have some guidance and some help somewhere. Well, I hope Papa John's is ready to pay up because this guy's about to be rich. Yeah, well, yeah. Or the EEOC is going to end up changing law now.
3: So it should be interesting. It, it is. Well, Jen, this is a lesson for you. If you're looking to kill somebody, lime <laughs> shovel dark place. <laughs> you have it all set up. <laughs> You've told us before how to do it. Don't be like this guy because here's a dentist who decided to Google undetectable poisons. And oh, he purchased, killed his wife. Yeah, he did. I saw this. He bought arsenic and cyanide, and then all of a sudden his wife ended up mysteriously dead. Yeah, she went to the hospital like three times in, in like two weeks. I guess he was putting in
2: her, what is he putting in her, tea or something?
3: He Yeah, he, was, I he, I forgot he, where he put her. It. This guy named uh, James Tolliver, 45 in uh, Aurora, Colorado. He's a dentist.
2: Okay, you can't tell me this guy didn't realize that, you know, when you poison somebody like that, there's a thing called hexachlorine. It, It has a shelf life of like two seconds. That's the stuff you used to kill people, but anyway, Whoa. this is like, oh, he gave her he gave her arsenic or slow, slowly arsenic poisoned and cyanide, yeah. and then the last dose was the cyanide, I guess, that pushed her over the edge. She died, like, right after she got to the hospital. She started failing,
3: like, dramatically. 43 years old. That's His horrible. His wife killed her. They have a bunch of kids and everything. He's just a terrible person, and he's a dentist over there in Aurora, Colorado. The police called it a heinous complex and calculated murder. Why are you so stupid? I mean, you're you're Googling who was that guy? Not to obviously condone murder or anything, but it just it just boggles my mind how number one, you're evil enough right. to actually take the step to kill your spouse or kill anybody, well, and do it then a dumb you're way. dumb
2: yeah. on top of it. Well, you're right. This guy's a dentist; he should have known there are there are telltale signs when you give people arsenic. I think your nails
3: turn purple, <laughs> says, something like that. If You say so. Mm. So this guy is Googling who was the one. He was like that, that other moron who killed his wife, and he Googled how do you kill, or how to dispose of a you know five one hundred fifteen pound <laughs> body. body, and how do you clean blood stains out of wood floor. He Googled it's, every single step of the way from murder to cleanup.
2: It's terrible, isn't it? Who are these people? They're they're mean. They're evil. They're evil. And you know, and they're, they're stupid. Getting, what came down with this guy? He probably didn't want to give his wife money. So it all sure comes it had, down to I'm sure
3: it had something to do with money, and he Googled basically. What's the best way to kill my wife? This is essentially what he did. Undetectable poisons. But he was a really stupid dentist. What a moron. I mean, come on. Hello. Why why
2: would you not know that?
3: Yeah. Now he's going to jail, too. Good. I
2: hope so. And I feel bad for the children. Yeah. Because, you know, not only do you lose your mother, but you have to live with the fact your father killed her.
3: I know. It's terrible. Jesus. Terrible. Horrible for them.
2: You hosting Easter dinner at your house? No. Okay. Who is? Anybody? (laughs) Well, you said that very quickly.
3: (laughs) Honestly, I have no idea what we're doing yet. I still have to figure that a out. A poll
2: of 2,000 U.S. adults say hosting Easter dinner is more stressful than catching a plane after the gate's closed or dropping your phone in water oh, or no. even passing the SATs. Oh, jeez. What is their family like? <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. They say now they, they consider Easter, uh, 78% of people are hosting a large dinner in their home. Most of them say it's stressful. 59 percent find the holiday itself to be stressful no we have easter egg hunts we have the adult hunt why is
3: australia easter supposed to be a fun
2: time Uh, it is very stressful when you when you're when you're cooking for people it's i don't care who the people are you're still stressed. i i do it every year i I do it for christmas easter thanksgiving you name it and i get stressed and i do it every year willfully i'm like why am i doing this to myself however Mm -hmm. christmas because my heart surgery we went out. It was the greatest event of my life. Yes. Yeah, so, so to clean Michael, up if you're listening, my cousin, because he always comes over, my children, uh, we're going out this year. <laughs> I've come to the conclusion we're not cooking anymore.
3: So what do you, what do, you do for Easter dinner? Because we normally do like, you know, it's, it's a ham or it's lasagna. Kind of similar Usually to both. Christmas. Okay. Usually both.
2: Yeah. Because half of the family wants spaghetti sauce. Right. And, and so they can eat it for weeks to come. Sure. And the other half wants the ham with a raisin sauce, which you don't know anything about. Nope. Raisin, you have. If you have raisin sauce on a ham, you'll never have a ham by itself. Enough. I know. Last time we spoke about it, Bill almost fell out of his chair. He's like,
3: what the hell's a raisin <laughs> sauce? <laughs>
2: It's exactly what it sounds like. It's raisins and sauce. It's phenomenal. Sounds terrible, but it's phenomenal. I'll try
3: it one time. I'm willing oh, You're I'm not going to free me a
2: lot of me, so forget it. <laughs> you just have to make it.
3: No. No. I'm not
2: making it. It takes like 10 <laughs> seconds to make too. It. It's very easy. I thought about
3: you with this story because oh, you God, have what? crazy occurrences with your animals. They, they end up, you, you you got cows in the road, you got <laughs> county police coming to save your your. Horses somewhere down the street. Please don't. And this morning I got woken up to, uh oh, see it happened was again. Like, what
2: the heck? Charlie the mini was the at the back, literally at the back door kicking it oh with his God. front foot. I'm like, are you kidding me? He he's even kicks to come in the house. <laughs>
3: well, that's just unbelievable. Well, at least he didn't get stuck in an engine compartment. What? This little dog here, no. the little Jack Russell guy. Someone in Marietta, Georgia was driving around and saw this little doggy walking around, so they, they tried to stop when they spotted the dog in the middle of the road. Oh, they but hit it? No. When they tried to help it, he got scared, and he went under the vehicle and climbed up into the engine compartment of the guy's car. Oh, my God. He was just so scared. He was trying to find a place to it's hide. Like he didn't get burned. I know. I was thinking about that, too, but he's okay. Wow. So he called the fire department, called anybody he could to try to... Come and help this poor little dog that wants to get his engine compartment. How does that go?
2: 911. I don't know if this is an emergency or not, but there's a dog stuck in my engine. (laughs)
3: They said, (laughs) I would like to hear the call, actually. Is the dog alive, sir? Dog, yeah. (laughs) He's he's fine. The guy took a picture of the dog. I might put this up on the blog, honestly, because he took a picture of the dog and he's just like staring up at him from the engine. He's just looking at him. And then (laughs) the firefighters got him. He said the dog was located in between the engine airbox and a firewall. The airbox top cover was removed for better access so they could get him out. They ended up removing pieces of the guy's car (laughs) in order to get the dog out of his engine (laughs) compartment. Dog was fine, not injured, and they brought him over to Animal Services, where we assume that his family was able to find and pick him up. But wow. then, but they say the firefighters were able to then reassemble the car. I was going to say what happened to <laughs> the guy's
2: car. Can you imagine? Hello, Geico. Uh, oh, my gosh. The fire department took my car apart, and uh, now I need to have a claim. It
3: would be like, what? what's that insurance? Uh, what is it? Founders or something like that? No, oh, farmers. Farmers. <laughs> <But> they say, <laughs> we've, we've seen it. We've covered it. Yeah. I could just see that being a commercial. <laughs> You're probably, you probably know an engine compartment. I
2: wonder if they go through real-life stories to <laughs> see that kind of stuff. Probably. You know, got a so. bison's head stuck <laughs> exactly. in the front,
3: you know. All ended well. Little doggies okay. The guy's car is okay. Everybody went on their way, and everything was fine.
2: Wonderful. See,
3: look at that. A nice story. I tried. And I didn't have to make fun of your animal. Not this time. time. That's nice. Maybe to next time.
2: Uh, coming up next, what's the latest on uh, the situation with the former president Donald Trump? Is he going to prison? Mm. Don't hold your breath. And we may actually finally find out how COVID nineteen started. Sure. Maybe. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it coming up next. Eight fifty WFTL. <laughs>
1: I've listened to Michael Cohen stand in front of the courthouse and say things that are directly contrary to what he said to us. My obligation is to bring the truth to both the district attorney and to Trump's lawyers. That's exactly what I did. Well, that would be
2: Bob Costello. Okay, so let's see if you can follow the bouncing ball here. Michael Cohen, who used to be a representative and an attorney for the Donald Trump, represented him. However... When it came to the payoff to Stormy Daniels, the alleged affair between the porn star and the former president, Donald Trump, the payoff of $130,000 came directly from Michael Cohen and Michael Cohen's account. Michael Cohen later changed his tune when he got in trouble for all kinds of other things like tax evasion and stuff like that, changed his tune with federal prosecutors and said, oh, by the way, that whole thing with Stormy Daniels, uh, Trump gave me back the money. Hmm. So he basically admitted to it. So it was like a slush fund. It was a hush money. So now So now Bob Costello, who was the man you just heard, he was Michael Cohen's former attorney. Oh boy. <laughs> round and round we go. An attorney representing an attorney. And he said, "Michael Cohen, anytime he opens his mouth he goes he lies." The guy's a liar. He is a born liar. So Michael Costello, uh, uh, Bob Costello, sorry, spent time in front of the grand jury yesterday in New York and gave his testimony about what a liar Michael Cohen is. But everyone's still saying that Trump's going to be indicted. However, I think if they believed what Mike, Bob Costello
3: said about Michael Cohen, there might not be an indictment. Well, there's that, too. I guess we have to wait and see. I I personally think at this point I would be shocked if there's not an indictment because that's what they want. They want the imagery, they want the paper that says Trump has been indicted. That's that's all they're looking for. They know this goes it's true. nowhere. You know, they know he's not gonna like stand trial and go to prison for fifteen years or something like that. I mean he's not
2: gonna be sitting at Rikers while they decide what prison they're gonna stick him in?
3: No, there's some maniacs who think this is actually, you know, reality and this is stuff that's gonna happen. No, this is all about political posturing and they want the paper. They want the the headline. Trump indicted. That way they can use it in their political ads. They can have images of him going into the courthouse and, you know, commercials. With with the dark voice and the deep music, is this the president you want? And there he goes, walk up the court steps. This is it's all coordinated. It's all planned out. This is what they do. Alvin Bragg's doing this all
2: because of political purposes. Hard to believe, right? Wow, I'm shocked. Wow, (laughs) never thought of that.
3: That's where we are. And then you know the the people forget. It's it's a state charge. Oh, and well. he's he's not even in New York. Okay.
2: <laughs> there is talk this morning that the indictment in the event it does come down, uh, it's not going to happen until next week. So right right because now he, yeah now they now they got blockades they right. got cops all waste around of time Trump waste of money
3: around the courthouse. I'm like okay this is crazy. It really is. This so, is so funny to see the headline today. Well, Trump not expected to be arrested today. Gee, you think? And this is a move by Trump too. He knew this wasn't going anywhere. That's why he put out that social tweet or whatever it is. He wanted the attention social? on it. Truth social. Yep. He what would do you want call it, it? A truther? A, a truth? A truth? He put out a truth. I'm going to be arrested on Tuesday. A message on truth. I don't know. But that's yeah. This is all. I mean, he's playing the game too. He's they're playing the game, so he played it right back, and it was it was a good. He move. usually wins.
2: Usually, And usually this means more coverage for the president, the former president. So and he ends up gaining more supporters. But DeSantis did have a response to it. DeSantis was funny. The the thing with DeSantis was because (laughs) somebody asked him about, well, what's going on with this Trump case and this porn star slush fund? (laughs) And this was his response.
0: I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to porn star to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just – I can't speak to that. Good (laughs) boy. I like the little (laughs) laughter. The little (laughs) laughter while
2: they was kind of like, okay, that's kind of weird he just said that. And and you know what? I'm thinking, okay, please don't ever come out and say we find out that DeSantis had an affair on the side of the porn star. (laughs) Would not be good. Would not be good at all.
3: So it was a little dig there, but then he went on to say, you know, about about Alvin Bragg, the same things that we're saying essentially. It's all political. It's, you know – just, it's just kind of disgusting. It's just it's just dirty politics, and they're they're using the justice system for political gain, and that's not what this country is supposed to be about. I'm a firm believer. If Bill Clinton's still walking around a free man, Donald Trump
2: should be walking yeah, around well, a free man.
3: Clinton, please, please. Anyway,
2: uh, we may actually find out. <coughs> yes, oh, <laughs> excuse me. Yes, bowl, uh, Where <laughs> the origins of COVID nineteen came from? Uh, the president, which was kind of like wild yesterday. Uh, He signed this bill that says, you know what, everything that we know so far from the federal government and our information in regard to any intelligence we have about our investigation into the origin of COVID-19 can be made public. Josh Hawley was like, "Woo!" It was like his his World Series day yesterday.
3: I don't know what the move here is because obviously this is going to implicate China and Fauci. And I mean, if they're actually going to – if this is maybe a safe face move because they know that they're not actually going to come out with anything that implicates Fauci in the end. But this is just kind of to be like, hey, look, see, we're on your side. But, I mean, if they're going to take this seriously, then you have to investigate Fauci and he has to pay for what he did. But see, I think the catalyst was China going to
2: Russia. Maybe this was this was a this was a bold move by the Biden administration to tell China: see what happens when you go to the enemy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not good. How much time I got left? One more minute. One more minute. There's a new way for you to lose money oh, tonight. Good. Mega Millions, by the way, that's not a way to lose money. I'll go buy a <laughs> ticket. It's two hundred and seventy-two million. But they got a new game, a new lottery, Fantasy V. Get a load of this. Oh, no, another new one? Yeah, it, but it's, it's a Fantasy Five game just like the other one, but they do one every afternoon now, oh, and geez. you got to be in the drawing by one o five. Wow. So you got two Fantasy V drawings in one day.
3: Oh, that so, is new. I and mean, the
2: ticket sales huh. will stop at 20 minutes before the drawing. So uh, one o 20 minutes, you figure it out. You're smarter than I am. Uh, you'll win $100,000 if you win the grand prize. Wow! So that's pretty cool.
3: So, t- wow! Two so two ways to day. lose money with Fantasy that's Five great. all in one day. I need to win the one, and I didn't win the, one in the afternoon. What <laughs> The hell's going on? It works for me. <laughs> two things
2: to be excited about: no curfew in Miami, and wait till you hear what Idaho's going to do. Woo-hoo. <laughs> it's all coming up next, eight fifty WFTL.
0: It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk eight fifty WFTL.
2: The South Florida Morning Show, Jennifer Ross, right here. Bill Adams got a couple of days off. By the way, uh, just a public service announcement for all those in South Florida: uh, the Adams family is in town. Careful. Yeah, that's all <laughs> I'm saying is careful because they're like they're they're bar hopping from one end of South Florida the next. Yes, <laughs> and the, and the, you know, words you never want to hear together. We're going out drinking. What else are you gonna do, Bill, with your brothers? Axe throwing. We're gonna go shoot guns. <laughs> I was like, beautiful. Okay. <laughs> So far, so good. <laughs> I can just see it now. Okay, anyway, so anyway, Bill has a couple of days off enjoying that. Uh, we'll find out today what happens with uh, this uh, grand jury in New York and whether or not the former president will be indicted. Uh, if it happens, he, he will. they're saying they're making plans for him to turn himself in next week. Uh, last night, though, there were a bunch of people outside of Mar-a-Lago.
3: Yeah, no, it's true. And even this like, morning, woo. the people out there, and it's cold. It's a cold start to spring, so he uh, didn't scare away the South Floridians to stand out in front of Mar-a-Lago and show their support for the president. And, and there are supporters outside Trump Tower in New York, outside the
2: courthouse and grand jury courthouse in New York. Uh, I don't know where, where Alvin Bragg lives, the district attorney of Manhattan, but I'm sure there are people outside his home as oh, well. So, uh, I we'll see th- what happens.
3: I want to just touch on this real quick, because I saw something one of our listeners wrote on Facebook yesterday. that. Uh, we we're wrong saying that people shouldn't go out and protest. It's not that, I just wanted to respond to it real quick. It's not that we're saying they, that people shouldn't protest. Of course, you have the right to protest. That's you know part of it, that have your rights and everything. So by all means, if you feel you need to protest something, that's your right. Go and do it. What I was trying to say wasn't a good thing to do after the January 6th situation. Is yes, to be careful. You have to be careful. If you're going to go out there and put yourself in a situation like people did on January 6th, you have to be ready for the consequences of being part of that protest. So that's why we were saying we don't suggest you go out and do it. If you want to, go ahead. But we know what that situation is going to be like. There are going to be planted agitators in there, just like there were on January 6th. Call me conspiracy theorist if you want, but there were plants in that crowd to agitate and get people into the Capitol building. And it's whatever happens if, if Trump actually gets arrested or indicted and protests break out, whether it's here or in New York or anywhere else, there will be plants in there to agitate the crowd. So that's why I was saying if you choose to protest, fine, that's your right. But I wouldn't suggest being in that crowd because no good is going to come from it. I, I
2: affirm. <laughs> I affirm. Well, I didn't realize who was the nasty gram to me because usually all the hate email comes to me.
3: I think it was just kind of both of us. Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, it was Diener's <laughs> fault, just so you know. It usually is. I, and and then is, I blame you. And <laughs> <it's, Yeah. laughs> you know, it's funny because Bill will say something, and I'll just sit here idly and listen. And then the emails come in. That woman on the
3: show said, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, it wasn't me, it was Bill. <laughs> oh, by the way, they're showing uh, my uh, Miami Hurricanes upsetting Indiana last night in women's basketball. With the, the who? The Covington twins? What Cavender are they? twins. Cavender they twins. They advance to the Sweet 16. Love by it. By the
2: way, they're uh, 5, what did I say, Five seven. Five, seven. Uh, the, the irony You learned is, all about them. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't know who the hell they were until you took... They're fraternal twins, but they look more like identical twins. They do. Uh, they're five seven, and they're from South Bend, Indiana.
3: I know. Isn't I that, that was funny
2: that they beat Indiana? To, so they're going to the finals?
3: They, they went to the
2: Sweet 16. Okay,
3: Indiana, this is women's basketball in their NCAA tournament. Indiana was the uh, number 1 seed in the women's basketball tournament. They only had three losses all season long. And Miami, the, the Lady Canes, as I call them, went in there and shocked the world. Wow. Took down Indiana. With some last-second free throws from the Cavender Twins. If you don't know who we're talking about, And why about, are the Cavender
2: Twins so popular? Are well, they very great? Good, they're very good basketball players, Jen. Okay. All right. Yes. Very talented. Yes, they are. So they're very pretty too. That wouldn't have anything to do just, with it.
3: Just, it's very <laughs>
2: okay. very good team players. Uh, there will not be a curfew in Miami Beach this coming weekend, but sales of alcohol will be restricted. What they're doing is you can't buy booze after six
3: o'clock. Oh at- wow. Wow! At liquor stores. Well, I got news for you. The you bars and I, are going to be packed. You and I have both been college age. We'll find you find you a find way. a way. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, why is there no curfew in Miami this weekend? It's the Ultra Music Festival, and the last set starts at eleven o'clock at night. What time well, does this fest- festival
3: end? I never That's been crazy. I have friends who went and. Uh, I, wow. I can't even talk about it on the air. The stuff that I heard about Ultra, so wow, it's not it's not a it's not a crowd that I ever um, desire to be a part of. I guess no,
2: it's crazy. It's it's a lot a lot of people. But anyway, uh, if your kids or you know somebody going to the Ultra Festival, just be careful. Um, I don't know why this story excites me so, but it does. It sure does. You're all a tizzy. I, you know what? Because I want to see one. <laughs> Is that, is that really bad? I mean... Uh, I know people have gone to executions, but this, I just, I just just
3: because, you know, I've only seen it like on TV, like yes. like in the old Westerns, right. you
2: know? Anyway. It's, you, you
3: love this story so much, I actually put it on the morning show Oh, did? for you. I did, did you really? It's there, yes. Oh, wow. It's there.
2: The state of Idaho could soon join Mississippi, Oklahoma, South Carolina, I'm waiting for Florida to get on this list, I know. and Utah to use the firing squad to execute death row inmates. Hello. Uh, it the, It's going to the governor, Brad Little's desk. It's been passed by the state Senate. It's on its way. The firing squad would be a backup method as the state, if the state can't
3: get drugs needed to perform lethal injection. So in the case of, because I didn't think about this when I first heard this story, but in the case of the Idaho Murderer for the, the college murders oh, was the alleged Brian? guy. Oh, Kornberger. yeah, Korn. yeah. You know, his he's still, you know, waiting to stand the actual murder trial. They did the arraignment and everything, but I think the trial is later this year. If he's found guilty and line him up, boy, saying <laughs> they sentence him <laughs> to the death penalty, and all of a sudden the state's like, you know, we lost those vials for the uh. You know, the execution for lethal injection, oh we don't know what happened to him. So I guess we're just gonna have to do a firing squad. Well, South Carolina you have a choice of lethal injection or the electric chair, which right. I
2: think is like the Old most sparky. barbaric in the world. But when Ted Bundy got it in this state, I know everybody turned off their lights. I'm just saying. <laughs> um just just saying Yeah, well. It was it was common knowledge. People were like, Should I turn off my lights so they got enough juice? Yeah. He was evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are just some people in this world who are evil, and you can't cure them. So I am a firm believer in that. But I think the firing squad, it's its far less painful. I don't know about lethal injection. I don't know if you just go to sleep, and then they, they give you the final That's the what they at. say. Well, not that tiny guy. Remember, they couldn't get the fucking oh, tiny. Oh, yeah. tiny. He was the reason
3: they stopped it for how many years? Jeez. So anyway. Well Jen watched this by the way on Primetime TV right after the airing of special airing of the sound of music. And after Sound of Music, it's time to watch him die.
2: I got news for you. <laughs> they stream this live. It'll be the biggest number of streams in the world.
3: You're not wrong.
2: In the world.
3: Of course. A lot of people will tune people in. People are Absolutely. crazy live on fox <laughs> Dead
2: by firing squad come on wouldn't you anyway i'm just saying <laughs> it's okay i'm i'm a little bit morbid i agree but no, it, you're right it would be it, it would be, would be huge. huge of course it would today's a big day where's the birthday cake i don't know where's elon musk i don't know what turned 17 years old today not me happy birthday twitter oh
3: wow 17
2: 17 years old today holy moly. so well, happy if you want to go twitter. if you want to go on twitter and Post a little cake for everybody. Be your sure. guest. Uh, how much time do we got? Zero, zero, zero oh, minutes. Okay, zero when we get seconds. back, are we a happy country? You'll be shocked to see where the United States falls. uh Oh, we suck. It's <laughs> coming up next at <laughs> eight fifty. WFDL. Oh, it'd be our turn. Huh? It's the South Florida Morning Show. I'm Jennifer. That's Dina over there. Bill's got a couple of days off. Uh, will Trump, we're going to go through the headlines really quickly here. Will Trump be indicted today? Possibly. If he is, he's not going to be arrested. Uh, it's, it's a whole jurisdiction thing, but they're saying he may turn himself in next week. Who knows? I still say no one's listening to Bob Costello, who was a prime witness yesterday in front of this grand jury, who poo-pooed everything Michael Cohen said against Donald Trump. So if the grand jury actually believes what, Michael Costello, what Bob
3: Costello said yesterday about Michael Cohen, there might not be an indictment. Unfortunately, I think in, in a just world, Jen, that would be the case, but we don't live in a just world. We live in a world fueled by politics and partisanship. So, Speaking of just worlds, did you see
2: Buster Murdoch yesterday come out? Oh All bent out of shape. Buster Murdoch, if you have not seen the Murdoch Murders Netflix special, I highly suggest you watch it because this whole family is creepy. Um, the father was just sent to prison two consecutive life terms, right? Yes, they that's were like right. Like 120 years each or something uh, for murdering his son and his wife. Go back to 2015. A young man by the name of Stephen Smith was allegedly hit by a car in the road near the Murdaugh Ranch. There were no injuries that were indicative of being hit by a car. Right. His head had been crushed. So they believe it was blunt force trauma to his head that caused the problem. There had been rumors that Buster Murdaugh, the only surviving member of this Mm -hmm. particular family, well, the father's alive, but he's in prison, was having an affair with Stephen Smith. Right. And that daddy didn't want it to get out that Buster was gay. Right. And conveniently, Alec Murdaugh, the guy that was just convicted of killing his wife and son, and now serving these life sentences, was the first person on the scene Mm -hmm. before the cops got there. What the hell's he doing there? Yeah, exactly. Uh, So the mother of Stephen Smith years, now this was 2015, so present day, started a GoFundMe page to exhume his body. I don't know what they're gonna find out from an, you know, if they do it now and they do an autopsy. They were supposed to raise $15,000. She raised like $65,000, like overnight. So they're getting ready to exhume the body and reopen this case and have people, other people look at it. Uh, Buster Murdoch came out yesterday and said, You're disparaging my name. You're dragging me through the mud. I Mm. had nothing to do with this. Uh, You might not have had something to do with it, but daddy might have had something to do with it. And you knew about what daddy did. So that means you're guilty too. So guilty by association, is it possible they can— Well, that's, that's, that's isn't that called—what uh, do you call it? When you suppress the evidence. You, you knew about it and you didn't uh, say anything. Obstruction that's of justice. justice. Thank you very Great. much.
3: Couldn't think of the term. So, so maybe they he goes to trial for that and then his dad gets knocked with another murder trial? This kid has a girlfriend. Would you want to be this
2: guy's girlfriend? No. Eh, there's just bad juju around that whole family. Yeah. You know, not good, not good. No, <laughs> so I was like, okay, no good. Uh, what's also no good? The L.A. Uh, district. It, there's a specific name for the L.A. school district that's on say on strike. Uh, they want a 30 percent pay raise. They represent not only the 30%. teachers and substitute teachers, but cafeteria workers and uh, custodians. Uh, they want a 30 percent raise. The school district came back with 23 uh, percent, and uh, School teachers in L.A., I think it's called the L.A. Union District, uh, they said no. So they're
3: on strike for the next three days. I mean, I don't know how much L.A. LA teachers get paid, but at the same token, 30% is a lot. That's a lot anywhere. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. That's, that's a big raise. I mean, and they came back with 23% and they said no. And now I get it. Living in L.A. is very expensive. But, hey, you vote. You keep voting for these people. I mean, this is this is what happens. Maybe you should vote another way, and maybe things will be a little bit more livable for you. It Would be nice. So I understand cost of living adjustments and everything. I would love a thirty percent raise, but I, I mean, don't think I've geez. ever. I don't
2: think over my career, accumulatively, I've had a thirty percent. Good point. Raise, yeah. To be quite honest with you, you know, you get a couple of percent. It, it, so we went years without raises. Yeah. Years. You know, and then the current company bought us, and they gave us a raise right away. I was like, I like this company. Okay. Like, wow. Anyway. So, Uh, well,
3: good luck to the Good luck uh, to them.
2: This went uh, really undetected yesterday, and it should have been a big deal because it was a big deal. Uh, A guy by the name of Jeff Woodkey, he was abducted in Niger. Niger? Is that how we... Niger. Niger. We 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 say
3: normally Niger, but apparently that's the wrong way to say it. You're supposed to say Niger. Yeah, he was abducted in
2: 2016. Yesterday, after six years, he was finally released, and it was like this no big deal at the White House. I'm like, this guy, dude, we had him for six years. He was a prisoner of war, basically, or not war, but still being held against his will. He's back in the United States, and he's fine. Good for him.
3: Yeah, no, that's Woo-hoo! great. So he's back on. Love uh, hearing that. Anytime an American gets free from a captive situation, it it's should be a have big been deal. A, you know, yeah, it should be a bigger Look deal. Look at what
2: Britney Griner got. Right. This guy's there six years, and he gets nothing,
3: a blip on the radar. Well, that was Russia, and she was a famous basketball player, so that's how that goes. Still not right. Yeah. Are you happy? I like to think so. Uh,
2: Apparently, we are (laughs) in the United States, relatively speaking. Gallup poll every year puts out the World Happiness Report, ranks people how happy we are in more than 130 countries.
3: Okay. 130 countries.
2: Guess who's number one on the list?
3: Ah, let's see. Number one, number one. Uh, Syria, <laughs> no. <laughs> Syria. I think Syria is number one on the least satisfied <laughs> oh, part of the sorry. list. It's wrong. No, sorry. Afghanistan is. I take oh, it Oh no. Uh, and good. then
2: Lebanon, then Sierra Leone. But uh, yeah, Ooh. all the all the countries that are war torn. Number one on the list, six years in a row. Finland. Wow. I've never been to. I don't think I've ever met anybody from Finland. They're very happy over and there. And there's isn't there a huge like Finnish population like in the Lake Worth area? There is. I think so. Yeah. If not mistaken. A little Finland and Lake Worth? Yeah. I never heard of I this. So. Maybe I'm making it up, but I thought so. <laughs> uh, Denmark came in second. Iceland came in third. What is it with these Nordic countries? All the Nordic
3: countries, okay.
2: Iceland, by the way, uh, a friend of mine just went there for a wedding. Oh. And said it was fabulous. I've heard it's amazing. It's, it's the cleanest country, and and the stuff they do as far as that's a that's a that's a little Greta. She would love Iceland. Yeah.
3: They filmed a lot of Game of Thrones there, actually. All the, like the scenes with you know the amazing cliffside views with the water really? and the beaches. Yeah, it's supposed Something to be to look beautiful. Yeah. Uh,
2: kind of surprising. Came in fourth, Israel. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I always think of Israel, and I think of— I feel of like there's a lot of conflict. Kind of conflict because of the Palestinian situation, but anyway, good for them. Uh, the Netherlands, Sweden, Norway, and Switzerland. Where do we fall into this list of 137 countries? 15th. I think that's generous. We're just below Canada and Ireland, <laughs> and just ahead of Germany and Belgium. Well, I mean, people should be happy. I mean, we, you
3: know, we, we get to live
2: in freedom. For the most part. <laughs> I've You know what? I the, Some of this, the countries I have traveled to, I thought, wow, you're really beautiful here. But I couldn't afford to live here because yeah. your taxes are 52%. Right. Yeah. Hey, if you're planning on taking a day off, plan now because you got to take tomorrow off. It's the best day. You... Oh, we got rapid fire. That's true. Oh, I'll tell you all about that. And uh, something else I can find between now and then. Yeah, you'll work something out. <laughs> it's all coming up next at 850 WFTL.
0: Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL.
2: Well, this is where we usually go around the room and we each give a story, but it's just Dina and I today. Bill's got the day off. Actually, he's got the week off, and a couple of days next week he'll be back uh, enjoying some vacation time. But uh, we each give a story and the other comments traditionally. What do you got? This is our Florida Dope of the day. Oh, good. We need a Florida Dope. Woman went to a McDonald's. Cocoa. Her name is Quavi Young. All right. 26 years old. She drives up to the... Now, she went twice. She drove up to the drive-thru, and she said, I want a cheeseburger bundle. What's a cheeseburger bundle? That's about what they said. They said, (laughs) we don't have a cheeseburger bundle. And she says, yes, you do. And they went, no, we don't. What is that? So the girl said, I can, I don't know. The girl (laughs) said, I can give you a cheeseburger and then sell you french fries on the side and a Coke or whatever it is. I want a bundle. And they said, we don't have it. So she storms off. Oh, boy. Goes around again, comes back second time. She's got a nine millimeter handgun on her Oh, jeez. And says, I want a cheeseburger bundle. My- and they said, we don't have a cheeseburger bundle. <laughs> what a psycho. Get a load of this, though. She had a clip. She had a magazine holding 50 rounds. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this woman was out for, for blood because they didn't have a cheeseburger bundle. Apparently, you can, get a dub- you can get a bundle with the McDouble or a McChicken, but not with a cheeseburger. I don't know what a bundle is, but I- they don't have it. And no matter what this girl was saying, finally one of the girls behind the counter when she she goes, What are you so upset about? And that's when she pulled the gun out. She goes, You don't have my cheeseburger bundle. Jeez. So she started threatening all these people. Needless to, then she pulled over and she waited in the parking lot. They called the cops, they arrested her this woman's life.
3: My gosh, you're gonna get I, that upset over a McDonald's? You're gonna shoot somebody? I, I got a feeling it's it's got a little bit more to do with mental stability. It might might be just just a little bit. It's just but no value for life anymore. It's people. well, it's unreal. you know, isn't it scary? Yes, it I is. see it every day. It's it's horrible. Where was this in Florida? Uh, Cocoa. Oh, Cocoa Beach. Yeah. No, oh, it's good it for a non-existent
2: menu. <laughs> yeah, Ron Johnson and Cocoa Beach McDonald's, where people get threatened because
3: they don't have Jeez a Louise. cheeseburger bundle. Well, also in Florida, uh oh, this time in down south of Miami, the World Baseball Classic final. Is How long has this been going on for? Actually, the first one was back in 2006, and Japan won, and then in 2009 they won. They took a break until 2017. When the United States won. So this is only the fourth World Baseball I, Classic. I, I, I was actually asking, when, when did this play oh, start? I thought like, you were asking like the history of the World Baseball Classic.
2: I'm like, I, I is, have the answer, it's, Jen. It's been
3: going on for like a week or I just two. came across that answer, actually. <laughs> and I'll tell you. <laughs> it's been going on for a couple of weeks. That's <laughs> <laughs> curious. Look, as I write my essay on the history of the World Baseball Classic. So now we know. At least I know. Thank you. But actually, it's a good lead in because those two countries, the United States and Japan, are the ones playing for the championship of the world tonight in Miami after the United States beat uh, Cuba in Miami, which was pretty interesting. They're playing Cuba in Miami, and they destroyed them 14 to 2 in the semifinal. And then Japan last night against Mexico came back. They were losing 5 0, and they came back to win 6 to 5 on a Come walk-up on, double in the bottom me. of the ninth with two outs. Oh, wh- Where are they playing? Like at the stadium? At uh, Lone Depot Park where the Marlins play. Oh, wow. place went wild. It's been like watching. It's a really cool scene, actually. The fans are rabid. They're passionate. It's like watching it the World out? Cup. Yeah. Very much now, so. Now, how
2: much of it, like, is it? Do we know how much, like, a ticket is? Is it really expensive?
3: It's fairly expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I right. mean, from, from what I've heard, anyway. But especially for tonight with Japan against the United States this is it this is the final the two best you know countries in the world when it comes to baseball you know Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico and you know other countries might have a stake a claim but these are the final two so
2: are there any players on the Japanese team that actually play for american baseball teams I'm glad you asked that actually because I you knew the
3: answer to this Shohei Otani, who is basically oh, he's like the greatest pitcher of all time is he not and and batter he's like he's like this generation's Babe Ruth he's he can throw a complete game and shut you out, and then he can come out and hit 40 home runs in a season. This come guy on, is really? unbelievable. He plays for Japan. And his teammate on the Angels, Mike Trout, who's one of the best players of this generation, plays for the United States. So you got Los oh, Angeles wow, they're Angels they're... teammates wow. facing off tonight. So it, it should be a lot of fun. You'll check it out. It's on uh, Fox Sports Network, or Fox Sports 1 is the channel, I think. So that'll be on tonight. You can check it out. I think it starts at like 7 or 8 o'clock, somewhere in there. It'll be crazy and down right down there in Miami see who the world champion of baseball is by the way Cuba who lost to the United States right they had a player defect he stayed here wow <laughs> the team left back went back to Cuba and he's like nope and he stayed in the United States he defected good for him so he, he kind of uh stowed away i guess i don't know good for him yeah pretty wild you know that's a, that's a
2: great move on his part hopefully his family is going to be okay I back know. in Cuba i uh, hey if you're planning on taking a day off during the week I'd like to. University of Texas professor says, if you want to get the biggest bang for your buck, take tomorrow off. Okay. Wednesday. Question is, why would Wednesday be the perfect day? He said, because it gets rid of the routine of five days of work. You work two days, then you have a day off, then you go back for two days, and then you have two days off. I said, okay, it works for me. I think we should instill this and do this
3: every week. I like it. We're taking tomorrow off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and, Hurry up! Let somebody and know. Bruce, now. Our
2: boss just drove off the road. It's like, just oh, yeah, sure.
3: <laughs> <laughs> let somebody know.
2: Put in some different programming. Yeah, did, you know, we'll put putting Isn't Kill Meat on anytime yeah, soon? I mean, come on, come on, can put on. on no problem. Speaking of which, taking we're we're done at nine o'clock this
3: morning. Yes, all <laughs> week actually. Yes. So just keep that in mind it's because week. I'm lazy. Uh, I'm, I'm. You're right there with I me. I went there <laughs> with you, so they'll just blame it on you. <laughs> I'll well, take we, the heat. we talked about los angeles earlier with yeah. that um you know uh, teacher strike 30 percent
2: r- increase they went and it's for like all workers teachers aides, you right. know special ed teachers that kind of stuff and the cafeteria workers and the custodians and that and the teachers are walking with them
3: but you know still there's not teaching school below well there's something else going on in los angeles on top of that what a mystery uber eats delivery this is happening in uh, something called Range View Avenue. It's the area of the city's Highland Park neighborhood in Los Angeles. They say the neighborhood has been receiving up to 13 deliveries a day from places like McDonald's, Taco Bell, Starbucks, and other you I mean, know, unsolicited. restaurants. Unsolicited? They just unsolicited. show up? Unsolicited. They're just showing up. Uber Eats is coming. They're dropping off food at people's houses, and they don't know who's sending the orders. But it's been happening for like three weeks. What? Well, if they're coming to my house, I'm not complaining. Well, that's what I thought,
2: too, right? You would think, but all right, are, I'm getting free food. What are they thinking? Like, it's it's tainted or something? No, or?
3: But, and people are eating it, but then they oh. said sometimes it's too much. They're going to donate it, you know, but they showed up. It's all paid for. The, the tip is already on there for the driver. Wow. But they're saying it's showing up, like, at all hours of the day. And then they try calling the phone number that's on the order when it comes in, and it's an out-of-service number. So, somebody's buying all so these So, you have a you, have like a, you know, that, that's it's a, like a angel. guardian angel. Yeah, it's a food angel sending, you know, food to this. Can we send them my Los address? Angeles? Maybe. <laughs> you yeah. can deliver free food to my house anytime. But, Jen, uh oh, what? Leave it to Los Angeles? Is that what you, how you say it? Yeah, Los Angeles? I, angel- uh-huh. I don't know. People
2: of Los Angeles? <laughs> what did they do now? They're,
3: what, they, they're telling Uber Eats stop coming. Leave it to them to complain. Oh, God. What are they complaining about? One of the residents says, I don't think anybody has seen it as anything sinister. It's just varying degrees of annoyance. You get free food and you're annoyed? What a jerk. Yeah, I agree with you. You're a jerk. I mean, Unless they're showing up
2: at 1 o'clock in
3: the morning and beating on your door. Yeah, that would be annoying. I I can understand that. In that case, I'm sorry for calling you a jerk. But still, (laughs) it's free food. (laughs) Say thank you. Put it in the fridge. Go back to bed. Yeah. My gosh. Wow. I mean, how you going to complain about free food? Someone's paying for all this food. It's coming to your neighborhood. And at worst, at worst, if you're not going to eat it, then, you know, you give don't it to a homeless shelter. Yeah, donate yeah. it. So somebody's trying to do something nice. And of course, the people of Los Angeles are like, stop sending us free food. <laughs> wow, I think Bill's wearing off <laughs> on you. I'm just saying. You used to be such a sweet, innocent young man. <laughs>
2: God, we've corrupted you, These people too. people
3: annoy me. <laughs> you stare a gift horse in the mouth and you shoot it. Get out of here. Take the food and run. Jeez, you destroyed your own story there. You didn't even <laughs> You're need right. my help. Holy cow. <laughs> well, speaking of myself. food, and you
2: said put in the refrigerator, think about this. Yes. What foods would you rather, leftovers, would you rather eat cold than hot and reheat it? Just think about it.
3: There are some that's better that are better cold.
2: God, you should see what people eat. I uh, had that list. And some sad news about Woodstock. Know, oh, yeah, I was like kind of shocked actually. Okay. Actually, I was kind of shocked about the whole story, but I'll tell you <laughs> that coming up next at 850 WFTL. Stays <laughs> up, Florida morning show. I'm Jennifer. Bill is Adams, is usually uh, right by my side, but uh, he's got a couple of days off. He'll be back next week. And Diener, our producer, man extraordinaire behind the mic over there, keeping me company and filling in for Bill this week. Thank you. Yeah,
3: no problem. I'm here. I figured I might as well. I feel
2: badly because, I mean, you go to bed at like 11.30, 12 o'clock, and then <laughs> 2 o'clock, you're rolling in here. I'm thinking, Ugh. when did you? You look a little blurry-eyed this morning. I'm just <laughs> saying. Not that I'm picking on you. No,
3: it's, I, do I don't know how self. you function. Yeah. I
2: don't get like 12 hours of sleep. Forget it it's one of those things Uh, things to watch today (laughs) is trump going to be indicted we don't think so he may be indicted he won't be arrested today we shall see what happens with that uh the teachers strike going on in la county there's they're not going to have classes for three days they want a 30 percent increase in pay for uh the support staff custodians uh, cafeteria workers that kind of stuff teachers aides um, <laughs> lot of, they're asking for a lot. That's a, that's a whole bunch, but the teachers are on strike with them in support. Uh, the Chinese president still hanging out in, uh, in Moscow with the uh, Putin. There,
3: they're all buddy buddy, chummy chummy. Yeah, they're playing Battleship. They're playing Twister. They're playing Sorry. Having a good time. Yeah, sleepover. Yeah, you know, no problem. And then bunk beds. I heard
2: sure. Uh, the uh, mega millions for tonight is $272 million. So if you're so inclined, go buy a ticket. And the Federal Open Market Committee. That's uh, Jerome Powell's little boys there. They're meeting to talk about interest rates again. We'll oh, find out jerks. tomorrow. choose right. it's two days. And they say, yes, we're going to raise rates. It's just a matter of how much. What
3: are they going to stop doing that?
2: Oh, until they curb inflation. Dita. Oh, yeah. You
3: know, that's why you got
2: to go really, win that lottery at 272 million dollars. It's well, the only way
3: you're going to make not, it. You're not kidding.
2: This is pretty cool. Uh and and I watched it this morning. Jeff Bridges, you know when you get on a ride at Disney World, they always keep you company while you're waiting in mm. line. Jeff Bridges is the guy that does it. He was in the Was he in the original Tron movie? Is that what he was in?
3: Yeah, he was in uh not the original, but he was in the one that was uh like the remake that that Disney came out with that allowed them to go ahead and <laughs> Make this ride well. They they show the new Tron roller coaster. Does it go really fast? Not really fast. My actually my sister rode. She said it was awesome. Really, very smooth. Uh, it looks it op- really cool. Opens April fourth at Walt it does. Disney World. So. so you know they have like the uh, annual pass type of you know free previews. Of course, I try to go on and do it, and I get shut out. Sorry, the queue is full. Try again next time. I was going to say, aren't you one of these people? Yeah, it never matters. I, always, I can never. It's so frustrating. <laughs> I have this stupid annual pass. I have all these stupid memberships, and I always get shut out of every promotion from Disney because thousands of people go on there, and there's little old me who gets left in the dust every time. You know, Bill has always been a, a prime supporter of it's going to get so
2: crowded, it eventually will be just Florida days. You know, it would like be nice. Monday's Florida Day. Only people right. who live in Florida and you got to be a resident for X amount of years, you can go to Disney. They'll never do it because they're going to lose money. Yeah, but, but it's, it's just it's getting so crazy. Uh, we talked about this yesterday, and you had it in, I think, Rapid Fire. J.J. Watt mentioned he had taken – he's the guy that played. used to play for Houston?
3: Yep, played for the Houston? Houston Texans and then went to the Arizona Cardinals, and now he's in Arizona. Yeah, and he became, well, he retired, but he yeah. became famous when he helped out all the people
2: of Houston after that big flood with that hurricane. But anyway, yeah. uh, he went to the Taylor Swift concert, and I don't know who he brought with him because he's got a little kid, but I think they were like his nieces. Yeah, or his. I think so. And he talked about how she he was like, all oh, Goo Goo Gaga over Taylor Swift. And then I saw pictures of him backstage with her. I said that's why he was Goo Goo Gaga. But at one point during this three and a half hour concert that she does, which is incredible, she dives off the stage and it looks like she's diving into the crowd, but going underneath another stage. Huh. And then I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. It's a pre-recorded video. She jumps in and it looks like she swims to the other side and comes out like way down like ah. in the middle of the crowd on another stage. I see. And they said what it was they said she lands on what they called McDonald's ball pit. Okay. <laughs> they said there's a ball pit underneath, but she like runs and jumps and dives right. off the stage. It's pretty wild to see. So, but that they said it was it was a really cool like part of the concert. I do miss ball pits. I mean, looking back on it
3: now, I know it's
2: kind of I, I never it's like li- never liked those. Full never. of germs
3: and whatever else never. is going in those ball pits, but man, if nothing else, it built up our immunity as children. Immunity? <laughs> God knows what disease you picked up. <laughs> Who are you kidding?
2: Oh, my God. No, hey, We had fun. Hey, do you remember the album cover for Woodstock, the original Woodstock? The original album cover? No, yeah. I don't, actually. Uh, well, you're too young. Bobby Kelly, Urkeline, yeah. and her then boyfriend, Nick Urkeline. Sure. They were the ones wrapped in the blanket. They're hugging each other. They're right in the forefront of the album.
3: Now I remember, yes. At the
2: time they were boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh oh. Back in nineteen sixty nine. They celebrated their 52nd wedding anniversary oh, wow. last August. How about that, unfortunately, some sad news. No, yeah,
3: Oh, it's uh, a roller coaster of emotions yeah, here. Yeah, well,
2: they, he he just announced that his wife passed. Oh, geez. But I mean, they went. I forgot who it was. I don't know if it was Rolling Stone. Somebody found out that it was a real couple. After the fact. Because, you know, there were so many things that went on at Woodstock that people didn't know each other and they right. hooked up. and But this was an actual couple. They hadn't been dating a whole long time when they went to Woodstock. Huh. And somebody took that picture and they ended up on the cover of the live album. And lo and behold, 52 years later, 53 years later, they were still married. I mean, oh, that's a pretty big deal. A true like, Woodstock wow. love story. All right. I leave you with this. They did a survey mm-hmm. of thousands of people. When it comes to leftovers... How much time do I have? A couple minutes. Okay. You got time. When it comes to leftovers, some people would prefer to eat the leftovers straight out of the refrigerator Yes. without heating them up. That's right. What's number one on the list? Pizza. Pizza. Absolutely. 83% of people would prefer
3: to eat it cold. Oh, Every time. No, no, no. See, I just feel like, because you, you can never recreate how good it is when it first comes in the box... So I mean, you throw it in the microwave; it's softer. No, it's you hot. Can. You
2: got to put it in the oven. But you got to slowly put it in the oven. heat it up, and but that, you don't want to wait that long. Nobody's
3: got patience for that. <laughs> I don't got time for that. Give me my damn pizza now.
2: <laughs> the number <laughs> two the thing
3: on the list, which is really disgusting to me, can I guess? Go ahead. Because I think since you're saying it's disgusting, and I do think this is a popular thing, I'm saying pasta, spaghetti.
2: No, no, okay. no. That's good. That doesn't – I'm looking on the list. Wait a minute. I, I've eaten cold it, spaghetti. It doesn't come in until 11th, and it's lasagna in particular.
3: No, you got to heat up the lasagna. But see, what yeah. happens is you heat up the lasagna, and the middle of it is cold, but the outside is scorching hot. So you have to try to get it just right. What kind of microwave
2: <laughs> do you have in your house? <laughs> That's never happened to you? No. Come on. Geez, you're going to do it the right – number two on the list. Yes. And I don't even think this would be good even if you heat it up a second time. Fried chicken. No. No, because it gets all soggy. It's all soggy. Yeah. yeah. Number three.
3: Quesadillas. It's a I'm fine not line. Eating cold cheese? No, that's it's a fine like, line. I, I like to heat up my quesadillas personally. Number four on the list.
2: 55% of people would rather eat this cold than heat it up. Bacon. Really? I've never had cold bacon in my life, other than it came cold with the meal. Yeah, you know I know what I mean. I mean, I don't think we've ever had any leftover bacon. Is also the problem. <laughs> Whenever bacon's made, it's gone. <laughs> Number five on the list: fifty-one percent of people eat these cold all the time. Pancakes. Really? Come on, who are these people? These what are the barbarians. Who are they talking <laughs> to? <through? laughs> I,
3: <laughs> I have God, eaten cold even pancakes, in but college,
2: I didn't eat like this. Come I've on, done I've done it, but I prefer them That's warm. Disgusting. These these pancakes were followed by. I'll just give you the next couple: sure. burritos. Buffalo wings, fried rice—that's oh. disgusting—and orange hard. chicken. No thanks. All right, get a microwave, people. God, get, get us out of something. here. Something, get an. Are we done? Yes. Okay, we're done. <laughs> we're out of here. We'll be back tomorrow morning at six o'clock. Thanks for listening. Have a great day and enjoy the sunshine. Take care.